0: what's up everybody yes it's that time of the week again bitch it's time for another episode of old school new school comedy podcast and i am your trashy shit talking host christy miller and this week in the studio i have a really good friend of mine she's I love her so much. She has a one-woman show out that it's too long for me to recite because it's I'm a little, uh, uh, you know, and I can't get it right. So, But she's got a one-woman show. She's written a book. She's also a breast cancer survivor and a badass bitch and super funny. So I want to introduce you to my homegirl, Jenny Saldana.
1: Hi! I'm so excited to be here. I'm so
0: happy you were here. i was so glad of when I called you. I'm like, oh. girl, could you do the podcast? Because I forgot to book the date. Oh, because somebody canceled, then I forgot, and I went, oh no. <laughs> I'm a great substitute. You're, no, you're the you're the <laughs> real deal, ho. <laughs> God, it's I love you to death. Like I love you. She's so she's so funny. You guys, she's how long you been in the game now?
1: Um. So- uh, for over ten years, I've been I've been doing stand up. I've been doing it since two thousand twelve. Okay, I, I, but I've been acting since elementary school. I've been an actor and a comedic actor since I was a kid.
0: Oh. yeah. Anything that we might recognize?
1: Um, uh, my big my big break was I co starred with Sasha Baron Cohen in The Dictator. Aww, um, I played Hannah, the girl from. Peru. Was from Guatemala. <laughs> I had. Um, she just came to New York on a bus yeah, on the part. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what the part was. That was, I was it was fantastic. Was <laughs> was the um, but they cut all my lines in that movie. Are you serious? So I get the big, I have the big credit. Like at the end, it's like a, tss, right. at least a two second freeze on my name. Right. But um, they cut all my lines. Were you in it at all? Oh, no, I'm in it, but I just look like an extra and I shot for eight weeks. I was a principal. I mean, my again, my name is like a principal. <laughs> <laughs> they fly
0: her out, book, film her for eight weeks. This eight. Is just to show how shady yeah. Hollywood is. Yes, they'll fly you out, make give you the whole royal treatment. You're yeah. in your lines. You got Everything. your march. You're thinking, oh, I got a killer big reel. I'm in a major big. motion picture. Oh my And God. You, you end up on the editing you. room
1: floor. Yes, you have people calling you from all over. The people just all of a sudden have your number. They're like, oh, hey, Jenny, you need to report to Wardrobe. So I'm, just, I'm like, okay. Hey, Jenny, like you get all these. You yeah, have the car arriving to pick you up. Yeah, that, all, all that stuff. Yeah. All that stuff. And then, boop, cut me all out. But at least they kept your name in it, though. Yeah, well, no, I'm in it. You, I just looked like a your, Yeah. Your name, oh, yeah, they, they have to because of the contract. Yeah. it's the contract. <laughs> I know. So shady. I know. you assholes. I know, so that was that's my big break, but I've done a lot of television. I people recently have seen me a lot in um, On high maintenance on HBO. I was in the last season or the second to last season and they had just one episode, but it was people have seen a lot of comics like, Hey, because of course it's about weed. So of course a lot of comics are watching high maintenance. (laughs) So yeah. That's what it's about, weed? Yeah, it's about how is it high maintenance?
0: Everybody's too high to do any maintenance. (laughs) Oh, I (laughs) get it high. Maintenance. maintenance. (laughs) Like you're maintaining your high I'm I'm a little slow because I'm straight edge, (laughs) so I don't know anything about that life. My drug of choice is the iron. Yes. Obviously, you know. <laughs> that's my heroin. I hate when people say that. Oh, that's so stupid. It's not my heroin. It's it's my...
1: Well, yeah, because you're not going to kill somebody for it.
0: So <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to suck anybody's dick for a gym membership.
1: <laughs> Even though I've been known to do that. What? <laughs> but not
0: for the membership, just for the loves just, dick. Just for the thought of it, you know. <laughs> just for the taste of it. Diet cock. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Come on, if you see all the hot gays, I, there's a gym I go to in Chelsea. It's called Gym U. David Barton started. Oh, that one. Brand new. And if you want to feel bad about yourself, ugly, fat, like you're you're not muscular enough, you're not shredded enough, you're not hot enough, go to this gym. <laughs> It'll really play <laughs> on your insecurities. It's amazing. Like the gym in Midtown, mm-hmm. I go, I feel pretty cool, pretty buff. Like they call me She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. And I go there, they don't even call me. They're just like, eh. yeah. What is, this ugly oh, what is the fish yeah. here? <laughs> I like this fag hag. Oh, you can't say fag
1: anymore. No, you're not allowed to. Oh, God, it's a fruit fly. Yeah, it's a fruit. that one works. That one's okay, though? Yeah, fruit fly is fine. So it's okay to be called a fruit, but not a fag. Don't even ask. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just asking. I don't yeah, know. It's
0: a... Uh... They're like, no, you're a fruit fly, and I go, well, what does that mean? They're like, that means you're still pretty enough to get men, but you hang out with gay men. And I said, well, if I'm hanging out with gay men, I'm not getting any man. So there, I'm back to fag hag again.
1: So yeah, I would, I would. Go- I've been demoted. Yeah. yeah, I get it. I love the, I love being a fag hag. I love. Yeah, I'm so great. Very much, I'm very much that. Yeah. I'm very much that. I have a lot of gay friends, and that's what they call me. Yeah. They call me fag. Well, we're we're old school. Yeah, I think These, you, we have to keep it among ourselves. Yeah, so I talk about it among ourselves.
0: so when I do it on stage and talk about like being all that stuff, and I'm like fag, and like oh, I can't say that. Go, I, all right, let me just be the politically correct, and I, all right, you cocksuckers, because <laughs> it hasn't been banned yet. So I'm going with well, now. <laughs>
1: oh, cocksuckers will, yeah,
0: it works. it works. It's literal. It is literal. You know, and I'm one, too,
1: so... Exactly. Hock- so you're not really demoting. You're not really I'm being kinda, you know, Hello. I'm, I'm one of them. You have to be one to say it, okay?
0: We've lived in Hell's Kitchen, too. We're neighbors, yes, which is amazing. Are we are. Or, we're neighbors. Or in our neighborhood, we call us gabers.
1: Yes, we're gabers. Now yes. it's We I mean, I've been in the neighborhood. I've been in Times Square... I technically live in Times Square. You technically live in Hell's Kitchen, mm-hmm. but we're neighbors. And I've been in Times Square since 2000. since Look at me. <laughs> since 1996, I've been in Times yeah. Square. Yeah, I've it's seen it change. Oh, like, yeah. I have seen it change from, like, yeah. <laughs> like, I've seen, I've, I I saw all the other Tip and plays clothes. I saw all the Triple Eight, Lex Rated. Uh, All the 8th Avenue. All of, that, all of yep. that. I saw all of that clothes. Yep.
0: And, uh. I moved there in 2005, but I've been okay. coming here since 99. Yeah, because I was working with Paul Mooney at Caroline, yeah, yeah. so we'd always stay in the neighborhood by the by Caroline. Mm-hmm. And then um, I moved here in 2005, and it's funny because my roommates lived here since the 80s. So she's really seen
1: it. Well, no, I'm. Fr- I, yeah, I've lived. I mean, I grew up in New York, but I haven't lived. I lived downtown, right, in 96. Yeah, right. So it's, yeah, but the 80s. Yeah, exactly. Same. Thing. Alphabet City was like. Oh yeah. Alphabet City was another war only thing that was safe was a bullet and even bullets were scared to go down They bit like yo you know, <laughs> the only place safe that was in, in um in the Lower East Side was uh, East Fourth Street where the Hells Angels had their club out. Oh yeah. That was the safest street in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like nobody messed with them and everything. Nope. And then then when the neighborhood got gentrified, all these yuppies, new age yuppies, were taking pictures in front of the Hells Angels thing. So the, they actually forced the Hells Angels out. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? You force out the ones that would have your back. They would have your back, exactly. And now you're complaining, oh, they
0: love the Rents are too high, and I'm getting mobbed outside of my apartment. Why is there junkies in my neighborhood? Because you live it? on top of a fucking halfway house, you yeah.
1: asshole. And they were sitting on their hogs. Like, how disrespectful is that? Like, they were taking, like, selfish selfies on people's hogs. What? Yes, and that, they're still alive. I don't understand. <laughs> these are the newer Kyler Hell's angels. <laughs> are these yeah. are kind of like eh, purgatory angels. Yeah, so <laughs> <purgatory. laughs> God's waiting for. Yeah, they're just like uh, maybe. Oh my God! I can't. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's so stupid. It is. It really is. But I love our neighborhood, though. I do. I, I love it. It's changed a lot, but it's very safe. I've never had a problem. Um. Me neither. No. I beat up somebody once in the neighborhood. Um. A lot of the panhandlers live in my building, so I'm good. Work. <laughs> so they live in my building, so they just, you know, you know you're crazy. So they're like, hey, how you doing? Like, you live here, you
0: must be one of us. Wait, we Papa, yeah. well, you ain't got shit in the <laughs> exactly.
1: tank. <laughs> exactly. they coming to your house. You need some change, girl. I need some yes, change. Yes, I have a lovely meth couple that lives two doors down from me.
0: Oh, they're members of the United Crystal Methodist Church. Yes. Oh.
1: Yes, yes, yes. And they um Mr. and Mrs. Meth, I call them. And uh
0: Meth, I hear
1: you calling <laughs> but I can't come home right now. <laughs> they um like I can tell that, that she's completely gone. Like there's she's at the point of no return whereas I can still see the, the, the person in him sometimes. Right. You get a glimpse. I get a glimpse and then it's nice as you know you think like oh, okay maybe this guy has oh. redemption and then but she's no she's gone she's gone and now he told me that she thinks we he and i have a thing
0: oh, that math is a hell of a joke. Dr- <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that math thinks that other people want to fuck your math man you yeah, know? I know i don't understand <laughs> that because
1: my building has like in the- <laughs> it's true my building has it. You know, we have like a little community area where you like leave stuff if someone for somebody else to take if you don't want to throw it out or whatever. Right. So I leave a lot of clothes there and things oh. like that. And one time I, I I left a whole bag. It was an H and M bag, uh, full of like costume jewelry, and he took it, and he's and he according to her, she knew it was from me, <laughs> from me. Not that he took something that I let out. That I left left in the community area. Yeah, like community, I don't give a fuck who takes it. Yeah, I didn't I didn't say, Hey, Mr. Matt, this is for you.
0: You know, you should have said to her? No, I gave it to him to give to you, darling. Well no,
1: I've I've heard that happen there too.
0: I've heard How many teeth do you have, sweetie? <laughs> yes. Honey, I have a two tooth minimum. I'm sorry you can't come in this house. <laughs> oh God, I love you. So what made you want to get into comedy after being an actress all those years? And
1: actually, what made me get into comedy is um, I was hosting a breast cancer fundraiser, and um, I, I got diagnosed with breast cancer in two thousand six. Mm-hmm. And I was roasting—I was hosting a breast cancer fundraiser. I love it you said. I was roasting a breast cancer. <laughs> I mean, I'm in hosting, yeah. And I, cor- I oh, my myself. i was myself. Roasted, and I, you know, yeah, was... yes, with a little rosemary, please. Got. Um, I was hosting this breast cancer um event, and uh, I was just hosting it, and somebody came up to me like, "We we're dying to see you act." I'm like, "Oh, I don't do stand up." They're like, "What was that?" I was like, "Oh, just me telling you stories, right?" And um, I ha- I got a couple of calls like that, like people, "Hey, can you come do five minutes?" And I'm like, five minutes of what?" <laughs> I'm like, I didn't even know what that meant. I'm like, what do you mean? Five minutes of what? <laughs> like, you know, your material. I was like, I don't know what that means. And then I just started going to mics and things and I have a very strange relationship with, with comedy because as I come as because I come as an actor, I don't want to say that I'm a hobbyist, but I'm just saying that it's not I I I, I dip it I, I jump in and out of the of the of the the pool? The pool. Because sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm going to be straight. I'm going to be just acting right now. Like, I, like I jumped out of the pool to write the book and to do my one-woman show. Right. So now I'm trying to get back in the pool to promote my book and <laughs> my one-woman show. <laughs> so that's how I'm doing that. That's how I'm doing comedy. Oh, well, then there
0: you go. <laughs> but no, you're very, you know, even though you dip in and out, you're really funny. And you have something special up there. Like, you have the... Yeah. You have a, a unique personality. You also have a unique experience because, you know, I don't have any breasts to have breast cancer, so <laughs> I'm not getting that goody over there. Uh, <laughs> that, but, um... Oh, honey, this is all smoke and mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> honey, they're so small, the padded bra, I call it, I named mine Siegfried and Roy. <laughs>
1: You still got to get them checked, though. I know. So I take off my bra, they disappear. <laughs> Ta-da! Yeah, you got get to them, get them checked. Even yeah. even men can get breast cancer, just so you know. Not that you're a man. I'm just saying that no one's <laughs> <laughs> Well, Caitlin just got up the 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 evolutionary chart of genderism. <laughs> she yeah. yeah, she... Well, no, she just upped her... She just upped her chances of getting breast cancer, yeah. which she did um, by taking estrogen. So, yeah. But... um, so that's how I started, and now I'm. I wrote a book called "Master First Date or Second to None" about all my bad first dates, and that became that evolved into a one woman show that is now going to be in the New York Theater Festival at the Lattea Theater down in Suffolk uh, in October, and that show is called "Desperate Digital Dating Diary," a TT Talk set up like a TED Talk, but I'm your favorite TT. I'm your favorite auntie, so TT Talk. That's so cute. I
0: try. No, but she has some fun. You have to check out her book because she she's told me some stories of her dates. And I'm like, what the f-? <laughs> I know, I'm hilarious. I just
1: in uh, sometimes I think you go on these bad dates just for the material. Well, I think I think so, because I just started dating again. I just went back on online dating and I'm like, yeah, I'm just getting more material because none of these all these guys are still just as messed up as they were when uh, I when I wrote the first
0: book. So I'm going to start a dating app called Busted Bitches. I bet. And I'd just be put all fearful. your insecurities, like, just tell us what the fuck you are. Like, how about- I'm a piece of shit, you know, I'm a deadbeat dad, I have four babies mamas, hit me up. You
1: know, like, be honest, so you know yeah. what you're getting into. How about, I, I started talking to a guy who he asked me about a, a previous relationship, and he asked me how it would cause the end of it, and I said, well, he was severely depressed. And he says, yeah, that's why I don't fuck with people with issues. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh yes girl He's a little... I'm like um so you're perfect yeah if that's perfect I don't want it yeah you're perfect he's like no I'm not perfect but I got no issues I'm like that, that's the issue, issue. honey <laughs> he probably
0: has the whole subscription over yeah there. <laughs> she's got encyclopedia oh my god <laughs> he's got a whole encyclopedia oh my goodness yes yeah, I'm, I I don't have any issues, really. Really, yes. So what are you? Just born like you're just this perfect? Like go yeah. fuck yourself. He's a fembot. What are you, a male bot? He's a dumb bot. Is what like, <laughs> so, uh, Can't. He's, Anyone that says they don't have any issues is the king. They're on a soapbox hiding their receipts. Yeah,
1: you're absolutely right.
0: Seriously, they're standing on that soapbox. It's like, don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain. Yeah. Pay attention to the face on the wall. Don't yeah. pay attention to the man behind the curtain. No, those
1: are your issues behind that curtain. You're absolutely right. Seriously. How <laughs> like, are you going to tell me that you, yeah, and he, you know, sometimes you have a conversation with someone and they tell you everything you need to know about them. But herein lies the rub. Okay. Okay, because he told me, I all the red flags are there. Boom, boom, boom. I mm-hmm. saw them. They're there. We've never gone out. We haven't
0: met. He's just she's whispering that she'll take off her earring because I hear it's
1: mess You hear um, it? I hear it. Um, he all the red flags are there, but we're just doing this like whole like hello, good morning, hello, how you doing, hello. So I'm just like I'm just gonna let it peter out. Yeah, just like I don't. I just feel like it's not gonna. Nothing's gonna come out of it. Like there was one guy who all he did was send me good morning every day for three weeks. That's all I got. Good morning, and I would say good morning. <laughs> And he would say good morning the next day, and then I'd say good morning, and then he'd say good morning. And two weeks of that, and finally I just blocked him. I'm like, dude, good afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> you should have said him one, good night. <laughs> good night. And like, <laughs> I should have said
0: good night. That's our <laughs> show. Good night. <laughs> Tip your comic and enjoy your waitress. <laughs> yes.
1: You're not here next week. <laughs> yeah. You've got the light. you got the light. <laughs> they can't. No, they're just, oh, my God, they're so bad. They're so bad, so bad, so bad, so bad so hilarious, but it's all fodder for your material. Totally, It thing. is fodder for my material, and I love it, and um, how about one guy called me up, he goes, hey, am I in this book, and I don't say a word, and he's like, so am I in this book, and I don't say a word, finally he goes, to like the whole text is him talking to himself, he's like, no, I can't possibly be in that book, that's how arrogant of me to be, we were just a blip, oh my goodness, I'm so stupid, oh no, so am I in this book? <laughs> so finally I just wrote, bye, and Buy it and find out. Read it, and he did, and he found himself. And then he thought he thought it was a compliment. Oh, I'm so and so. I'm like, you don't realize that I'm making fun of you, and that you're. An they don't care. They
0: don't. No, they, they don't care. Yeah. They want. They just want to be acknowledged. Yeah, he he th- Bad publicity is still good yeah, publicity. He's really happy that he was in this book and that he has a nickname. Yeah. See, I don't give men in my past that kind of props. Because I don't give them that kind of energy. Because I don't care about them, and then I forget about them.
1: Well, no, I didn't give him a prop. He got a nickname because he was an idiot. Like he not, <laughs> nobody, nobody in that book is a superlative. Okay, nobody in that book
0: <laughs> is. Some... She missed a big word, ladies and gentlemen. Superlative. <laughs> Spell that. Listen, super s u p e r lative. Good night. <laughs> Oh, I know Latim. She lives on my block. <laughs> yeah, I was girl. Say, all up in the block. And she's super. Yeah, yeah super Latib. <laughs> <laughs> we are so stupid. We are dumb. We are
1: dumb. <laughs> we are dumb. Yeah, none the, the, these guys deserve their That's a hall of fame. That is a hall of shame. Honey, that's a hall of lame. Yes, there's a hall of lame. Like, girl, he's bye. in there. And he thinks that it's like, oh, so and so. it's like, so you didn't read what I wrote about you, about what an asshole you were and how you
0: Oh, no, he did. Me but how- he translated it as, I'm in a book. That's all he said. Yeah, that's all. Somebody, some bitch wrote me in a book. I'm in a book. Yeah. I made yeah. a book. Yeah. Call T-Pain. Call T-Pain. to sing the hook for your song. <laughs> I can't like, yeah. but that's all they care about. You're right. You're right. All they, think... look, cause look at social media. All anybody cares. Like everybody goes, everyone that goes viral, that's a piece of shit yeah. and they go viral. They get managers and agents. They start headlining comedy clubs. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. We're doing what? all the right things and I
1: can't even go viral. You know what well, I mean? I can't, I, I don't, I'm look. I'm looking for an agent if anybody's out there. right? I'm looking for an agent cause I, I, I need it. I need someone to help me. Yeah. Me too. I'm a one-man band. I know. I know. But you're killing it, though. You're killing it. You are. Hi, Bo. I mean, you have your podcast. (laughs) Have an album. You have an album. Come on. You got it going on. It's all smoke and mirrors. You know, I didn't, I used to pronounce that wrong. I used to call it smokes and mirrors. And then somebody's like, what is it, Newport? And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, like, it's all smokes and mirrors. And I didn't get it because English is my second language. so. (laughs)
0: Sometimes I feel it's mine, too. So don't Don't worry, girl. Like, what is that? (laughs) Oh, Oh my God. Oh, my goodness. So as a comic, like, so you play the city clubs a lot, right? Yeah, some. (laughs) How do you feel it's changed since COVID? Like, since we've come out of COVID and the whole new TikTok, comedians, Instagram, like, People that go viral on TikTok are now booking the clubs, they're now headlining the clubs and like real comics like me and a bunch of others are like getting pushed aside because we've been in the game so long, like they think that we're done and Well
1: that just all made me very sad. But um <laughs> we'll be but right it, is, back. it is our reality and I think yeah. um I'll tell you how how I have changed. Um, I don't wanna go out as much. Yeah. I don't wanna go out as much, so um, I also, so that also limits me as a comic, right? Cause I don't, I'm like, uh, unless I'm booked, I'm not going to go to the club and hang out. I'm also there. I'm also not, we're at a different pay, place in our lives. And I'm like, I'm not going to be doing the hanging out at the club to see if somebody tossed me a, 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 a check spot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm, I, I'm not going to do that. And I feel that a, a lot of these people who are becoming viral on TikTok, um, they should do things more like improv and, and, um, or or you know performance art because getting on stage is totally different well, and, and a lot of them are learning the hard way that they that they're that their comedy but yeah their comedy isn't translating I mean I know somebody who there some somebody that was doing really well virally and but every time I see this person perform. It falls flat. Flat, and they have no material. That's they have awesome. no material. Like I even offered this person, wasn't like, oh, maybe I'll write with you. I'll write for you. And then I thought, no, they're doing better than me, so why should I why write? should for you them? help them? No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm putting. I'm squashing that right now. Yeah, no, 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 I didn't. I'm banning you. From- no, I didn't. I didn't. I,
0: I, I, I reneged. My favorite <laughs> is when these TikTokers that have like a million followers and they get booked in the clubs and they ask you to feature, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll feature. What do they got? Like an eight solid after they start bombing? Yeah, because they give you guys, you know, it's always that seven minute grace period, and anything after that, they're like, all right, yeah, yeah. you know, and it's like they can't, they
1: don't really fill the rooms in the city. That's what kills me. That I know, and then I see, I see people who again these who are booking like really good spot. Yeah, they're getting all the good stage time. They're they're taking over all the fucking bookings. I know. You know, a few years ago, I went to Just for Laughs as as a uh-huh. spectator, not as an invitee. <laughs> and and there was somebody who got a main stage show who was a viral uh Instagrammer and it be, it became news because they got booed and and it became look it up. It was it was in 2000 18 2018 2018? In okay. 2018 do we, somebody... do you remember who the person No was? I, I don't cuz and okay. I would say it who it was because I'm it was like go look up just but for last 2018 Instagram who got booed yeah who got booed and and then they were like what the hell and it was it became a big deal that this person like just for last was like losing their mind that nobody liked this guy and like well you booked them because he you had Because t- he had followers you could buy followers you but know? it's also like if you do silly sketches and videos, it doesn't
0: translate to stand-up. That's what people don't understand. Exactly. Like stand-up is a whole different craft different than animal.
1: sketches on on Instagram or like funny videos. Let them say improv- you, should go, you should go to improv. improv. You should go do improv or you should do or you should put up little, put up a sketch comedy show. Put up your own. You should be doing, I would love. What they should be doing is hitting, if they want to be
0: a comic, they should just be hitting the open mics because improv will help you trust your gut. But it's not going to teach you how to be a good comic. It's one of the tools in the toolbox because I went through the Groundlings just to be a better writer. Yeah. To be a better comic was to be a better writer. And this was the 90s. Yeah. So I went through the Groundlings and through the second level, they literally told me because I just wanted to learn how to trust my gut. Mm -hmm. So like on stage, if I'm on stage, if an idea comes up, I know to trust whatever comes out is going to be funny and not Mm -hmm. think too much. Or if a heckler... Or something happens in the room, mm-hmm. I can trust my gut to address it freely without mm-hmm. having any, you know, hesitation or like, oh, I shouldn't do that, like, get in my head too much. So that's why I did it. And I remember at the end of the second level, the teacher was like, "Don't stay here," because you don't need this place. She goes, "You're, you're past. You don't want to get stuck in this theater. You'll go nowhere."
1: We're all well, that's what happens too. About yeah. uh, with Stan, with 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 um. I was doing UCB. I did UCB, and I loved it. But what I hated about UCB, and again, I went a few years ago, right? Not right before COVID, but now right. our life is before and after COVID. Right yep. before, before was the, before, before is before and after nine eleven. Yeah, before COVID and
0: after death. Yeah. <laughs> Good night. Yeah, but <laughs> sorry, Jesus, you've been outplayed.
1: But um, it was uh, everybody's a lot younger than me, right? Everybody's a lot younger than us, and it was just a lot of like. Kids who had mu- disposable income and they would just like one girl was just there like, I'm just here to see if I could be like a better person or something. And I'm like, I hate you and I'm, I'm, you will never become a better person. <laughs> and, and so it was just I was just annoyed by my surroundings. Like I was annoyed by the by the other I didn't think, there was one girl that was in my class and now she's doing really good. Mm-hmm. But she was closer to my age. Like she was, we, we were there we for a purpose. Yeah. And we were there for a purpose and she's doing really, really great. Um, mm-hmm. Callie Turner calling you out because she's doing great. <laughs> and, um, but... Other than that, I'm sure all these people went back to get to get regular jobs, you know, and there's nothing wrong with a regular job. But I'm just saying that it's just these people who are going into improv and thing and 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 the TikTokers and this. They're not comedians. They're people who somebody told them they were funny. Well, you know, uh, they're the people who yell at us and say, I can do that. Yep. And then I go, go ahead. Yeah. So I invite them up. Go ahead. You think you're hilarious? Go ahead. And no one either, no one either takes you up on it or they go up there and they die.
0: Yep. And I start laughing because I always tell them like, oh, you could feature for this. I'm like, it's a TikToker. What am I? All right. I go, you know what? I'll feature for them and I'll bury them. Mm-hmm. So that's what I do. I just do what I do. And then they try to follow and they die. And yeah. it's so fun to watch yeah, them die. It's hard. To but they think in. they're, ho- they think like coming up in the nineties when I started, when you killed, you killed. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you killed. Mm hmm and then you know when you did okay. Yeah. And then you know when you bombed. Yeah, you know when you bombed. You know, else and did... you know when, oh, it was a good set. It could have been, you know, it was mediocre. You know, yeah, I was yeah. working on things. That was in my head or whatever, but it went okay. Yeah,
1: when I mean, you can just, buy
0: But these kids today, like, what, our, our, like, my generation, like, us 25, 30, 35 years in this game, our mediocre sets, they think they kill. Yeah. And it's like... Like, oh, I killed, I crushed. And I go, no, you didn't. I watched you. Yeah. Three people laughed and a pickle. It wasn't even a laugh. Yeah. It wasn't even a bit. And they stared at you and you thought you killed. Like, how delusional are we that with social media has created this delusion with these new jacks that they think they're killing? And it's like, you're killing comedy. You're not killing on stage. You're killing Mm. the stage. Yeah. And it's like, God, in my day, you had, like, you know what? When we were growing up, like, for us, our event right, our social media status is like, hey, we're gonna be here tonight. We're gonna be there. Was putting flyers like you know, yeah. paper flyers on windshields. Oh on, my goodness. On light poles. Printing flyers. Yeah, remember that? Printing Go, flyers. Or went the Kinkos and printing like a hundred flyers, standing out in front of the whisky. pole. Yeah. Handing them out to people pole. out of a grocery store. Yeah. Where we went, we would hand flyers out or yeah. pick them up on bulletin boards yeah. at school. Yeah. And it was hard, and you had to be good to get booked because it was like a word of mouth almost. Like you hear you killing on the circuit, people like, "Hey, come
1: do my show." Yes, exactly. People, um, people say, "Oh, no one's saying anything about her." Like, no one's saying anything about so and so. Like, no one, because there used to be a buzz. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, now it's the buzz is how many followers they have. Yes. Oh, their video went viral, so they must
1: be good. No, the they always have to look at your followers before they look at anything else.
0: Mm-hmm. And now they're starting to look at your views too. Cause you see a lot of people with a lot of followers, and they have no views on their videos. You're like, mm. Girl, "What are you doing?"
1: Yeah, cool. I don't, uh, you know, it, it. I I have a really weird love hate relationship with social media because, I. I love taking pictures. I love, but I want to do it of, on whatever I feel like. Like I hate that it's a job now. I hate that social no. media is a job. Like I, I have, hours. I have a day that I. Uh, today, Sunday, I'm going to go and record. I do this thing on Tuesdays called TT's Two Cent Tuesdays. Uh-huh. And I just read things from Reddit and I just give like dating advice and whatever the person wrote on Reddit, whatever. Cute. And I record those like I tape them and set them up. I record them on Sundays and I like, post them on Tuesdays. Uh-huh. Um, I have this thing now called Fashion Fridays on TikTok that I, I, I record on Wednesdays and I post on, on, on Friday. So it's like I have now a social media schedule. Yeah. And yeah. It's like, dude, this isn't fun. This isn't social. This is work. It's <laughs> called work media. It is, is work hard. media because it's not social. No. Social media is like, hey, who's coming to brunch? That's yeah. social media. Hey, look at the pictures of my cat. Yeah, that's social. Hey, look, I just—it's my birthday. <laughs> hey, girl, who wants to meet up?
0: No, no not, not that. Not that no. Like, hey, come to my show. Yes, that's what it and is. And I, okay, tell me if tell me if i'm being a twat bag because i can be i can be a real bitch and i'm known for being like a cold bitch not in a bad way but like and you know i was raised by paul mooney in this mm-hmm. industry so yeah. i'll tell you the way it is you mm-hmm. know i'm straight up in yeah. people's fakes. i've told people to quit comedy before yeah. when they ask me advice it's, yeah you know like well you can keep doing it if you want but you should quit you know but so you know um but the thing is, it's like, what was I getting? See, senior moment. I just oh, I forgot
1: what my point was to that whole. Story. Um, I don't know either, because you went so you went into so much of explaining what about being an asshole that you forgot what you were gonna be an asshole about. Oh, oh yeah, okay, you remember? Okay, 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 about being a twat bag. So, I don't know what
0: it is. Maybe I'm just jaded and bitter. Uh <laughs> <laughs> mm. When comics, especially when they're out of state and you've never met them Mm -hmm. and they constantly tag you. In their show posts, or they send you in
1: your direct message on your messenger. Oh, I just don't. Po- I just don't post it. I just don't. I just don't post it. If I don't, if I'm not in it, I'm. not. I mean, because I'm very good at reposting people's stuff. Like I, a I friend of mine. Yeah. So if I if I see it on my my feed don't and be I see my girl, I, I'll repost it no matter where you are. Oh, you, I'll repost it. But if you tag me and I have nothing to do with it, then you breached yeah breached the uh, if it's someone in my close friend circle who's
0: doing something big i'm gonna repost it exactly go, but go see this show it's amazing yeah but if i've never met you and i've never done a show with you i don't know you and you tag me in your flyer for a show that i'm not in not even anywhere within thousand mile mm-hmm. i block
1: yeah i don't block them i'm doing this new thing uh not so much I'm doing it it only works for me it only works on WhatsApp but I'm doing this new thing where I'm shunning people instead of blocking them what is shunning ooh I'm really enjoying it so- teach me Obi- <laughs> Obi-Wan teach me so what I'm doing is like the guy that I wrote about that's in the yes. or whatever yes. he always hits me up on WhatsApp and like so what I do is I just I, I post there's, you can post a status picture um, for 24 hours so I just put all these thirst trap pictures up there right and then I just look and see if he looks at it. And every so often he's like, we should link up. Yo, we should, we should. Hey, can we get together? Hey, I really want to go out with you. And he's just, and I just make sure because on WhatsApp, he can see that I saw his text. So I just look at it. I acknowledge, and, but I just shun him. I'm looking at his stuff. I'm just not responding. And I'm letting him look at me all he wants. Oh, that's hilarious. I've got like three thirst traps that I'm doing on, on, on WhatsApp like that, that I'm just like, I'm just putting these pictures for these three people. And I get very upset if one of them doesn't look at the picture. (laughs) I'm like, wait a minute. So-and-so didn't look at the picture today. But then today, today, I got my whale. I hit a whale. There's this one thirst trap that I'm like, oh, yeah. He's been gone for a while. He was gone for a while. But today he came back. How you (laughs) like me now, bitch? What's up? What's up? (laughs) I'm looking super sexy in that picture. He was just like, I know he's eating his heart out. Good. You're welcome. Bye. Yeah, bye. Me. So yeah, he's speak- click. Yeah, yeah, click. Yeah, I don't really use
0: WhatsApp. I have a friend of mine that lives in. Uh, Africa. That's because you're not Latina. I know that's true. <laughs> I don't have any. I don't have any family in Venezuela. I have a family somewhere <laughs> in South America. No, no family in Venezuela. I know so many Venezuelans that use WhatsApp. It's hilarious. Everybody. I'm like, is Venezuelan. No, it's just because you could talk to them for free. <laughs> yeah, because they all live out of the country. <laughs> yeah. But the old um. Booking the old talent coordinator for the comedy store when I was there back in the nineties and early two thousands, Scott Day. He's the only person I talk to on WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Scott Day. I love him so much. He he lives in Africa. He's lived there off the grid for like twenty two years. Wow. It's like in South Africa. He'll travel up north, he'll go here and there. He'll send me pictures of them. look at my neighbors and it's a family of rhinos and I'm dying. I'm like, Oh I'm go- bottom is this and I'm gonna squeeze them. I wanna
1: take a bath with baby I'm a bath of baby yellow. That's my dream, to and walk. I don't know. I'm not a baby hippo. Oh, I baby I elephant, because a lot of a song in my head. That's mm-hmm. do, 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 do. Baby Elephant Walk. Does it? Henry Mancini. I can't, I, I mean, I can't. I, can't. So I just know I want
0: a hippopotamus for Christmas. <laughs> I, Only a hippopotamus yeah. will do. All yours are my elephant Many baby elephant, <laughs> man, baby <laughs> elephant See, That's
1: that's what a gringo listens to. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're you okay. How about this? Okay, what this guy again. This guys are so stupid. He tells me. That he's trying to, he's just telling me a story, trying to tell me what, you know, just telling me a story how his brother's girlfriend is, does not speak in Spanish, is not Latina, is not, uh, she's American. So on Uh, her birthday, he, tell me if you believe this, on her birthday, he called her up and sang Feliz Navidad and she thought it was a birthday song. Dead. No, do you believe that? Yeah. I don't believe that. Um, you learned Felicia that in elementary school. Uh, Everybody learned anybody that. that. Doesn't know Jose Felicia, yeah, I know exactly. Everybody is, knows. It's, is, is, uh, <laughs> but you so. you you're gonna tell me? So I'm like, I don't believe. Okay, that. How white was her? No, how white is no, she? No, he said she was black. A, a New York black girl. She learned that shit in elementary school. Everybody sings Tell me that. Everyone, it's. I sing that in elementary and school I, I like a five. Please
0: Navidad. Please <laughs> Navidad. Please Navidad. Prospero y felicidad. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas. I'm, I'm singing that in the real accent.
1: I'm <laughs> 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 to a Merry Christmas the bottom of my a Merry Christmas
0: Spanish lesson from the gringa.
1: <laughs> Mira, I love it, right? No, so I'm just like, okay, she's this, so or or So, no, he's front. Now like I'm like, I I refuse to believe that. He also told me that he makes Or she's lying to him cuz she wants to she wants him to think she's like adorable. Maybe. And then but then he also told me that he's a construction worker that he makes 400,000 a year. And I'm like, no, you can make you a, a construction worker can make six figures. Yeah, but if he's lying about Felice Navidad, he's lying about his. Fucking well, but figure. if you have four, if you're making, if you're making almost half a million dollars, why are you living in the shitty part of the Bronx that you told me you hate? Everybody that's on the corner. See, mic drop. Instead, he <laughs>
0: lies. He lied about Felice Navidad. now he's lying about his said, fucking
1: Feliz Navidad is the lie
0: litmus test. Yes, if you lie about not knowing, Fel- think it's a birthday song. You are not making four hundred thousand a year. Exactly. You're a piece of shit. You're probably living your mother's basement because you're a dirtbag and you're dumb and you don't even know what felice you, you, you probably think it's fleas fleas nothing the police got my dad dun, 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 dun. the police got my dad <laughs> anyway oh, i love you so before I, I always wrap up the show with two of my favorite questions because this is a thing that comics that, that were really this really like this is a true comedian question, and we all have this yeah. answer, and I always love to ask my guests, is there a bit a comic has done that you went, God damn, that's brilliant. I wish I had written that.
1: I I, I gave this question a lot of thought, okay. and one of my favorite, favorite bits is Rachel Feinstein. <laughs> Okay. she has this and I because I love this just because I'm like, damn, that's good. It was because it was really good writing and simple, simple, good writing. It was for her birthday. So let's say it was her 35th birthday. I don't know what birthday it was. Right. Right. But she said, 35 years ago today, I went to a party with my dad and came home with my mom. That's So (laughs) I'm like, that's so King goes, that is brilliant. <laughs> I was,
0: and that's always stayed with that's, me. And that's and that's a good joke. It yeah.
1: stays with you forever. It stayed with me forever, I'm like that. Damn, that's good. <laughs> so that that's. I love that I love that I have
0: millions of those those stories like there's so many jokes like I could do an hour special on all the jokes I'm like fuck you that is brilliant
1: I once I will say you tell you this the the second there's a a part B to my answer because once this wasn't this wasn't a comic but once I got insulted and it was the best insult and I was like I wish I had come up with that um one of the crackheads from my building was Mm -hmm. outside talking to a crackhead from another building um and the other crackhead had a baby carriage full of you know, they're crackhead wares. Right. And there was scaffolding over the building at that time. So because of where they were positioned, they were in front of my stoop and I couldn't, they blocked my way. So I, I, was, I had to walk on a grate and I was in heels as I usually am. Uh-huh. So I'm tiptoeing on this grate. Of course. And I kind of tripped the last step, but I caught myself. Right. And my crackhead says, ooh, be careful there. And I just said, oh, well, you guys are kind of in the way. I said, it "Like this. I said, well, you guys are kind of in the way. She goes, what, bitch? I live here too. And I was like, whatever. And then she walked, she followed me into the building. She goes, Fuck you, you fucking hysterectomy and heels. And I went,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Crackheads have the best one-liners. Okay, here's one liners. I'll put hysterectomy and that's, heels. Come that's on. Fucking hilarious. Amazing. I love her. She. I need to hire her. I know. <laughs> She's my new writer, my new punch up. <laughs> I have a crackhead line that I've always, I used to use it in my act like 20 years ago. I was in San Francisco, where I'm from, and I was leaving the club I worked at. It was called The Stone. It was on Montgomery and Broadway. Mm -hmm. And I was leaving one night, walking to my car, and this crackhead's on the corner. He's like, damn, girl, hate to see you go, but love to watch you leave. <laughs> I was like, you son of a bitch. That's brilliant. I'm writing it down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a great one. It was so good. And I'm like, it's a great one. It's a great line. Hate yeah. to see you go, but love to watch you leave. Yeah. I love it. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's hilarious. They're the best writers. But, um, and I also, another question that I like to end with, because we're all comics and we're on the road, we're old school too. When you're in the green room, we crack jokes with each other, like silly street jokes. And also, what I worked with Paul Mooney all those years, his closer was a bunch of street jokes, but he would mooneyize them. Mm-hmm. So I always ask my comic guests, "What's your favorite street joke?" Well,
1: I didn't know what you meant by street joke. You oh mean like, God. like I didn't know what you meant by a that. Week in a row, somebody what? said that to you. Later. You see, I knows row. what a street joke is. Is it a street? Joke? Is it like a dad joke? Or is
0: like, I don't know what a, a dad joke could be a street joke. You know, a street joke is like you know a priest and a rabbi
1: or something oh, okay. A band. okay, okay, okay. So here's my favorite street joke. Okay. Um, a guy walks into a a guy walks into an uh, an agent's office in the 1950s, and he can sing, he can act, he can he can dance. He's great looking, and the the agent says, "Kid, you're gonna make me millions. Oh my god, I see it already. Movies, film. Ah, I see it, I see it, I see it. Kid, what's your name? Kid, and the kid goes, "Penis Bond lesbian," and the guy goes, "Gah." <laughs> Can't do anything with that kid. Uh gimme a minute, let me think. I got it. Dick Van Dyke. Ha 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 Where's the rim shot when I need it?
0: <laughs> I need to have a drummer here that goes. Yes. I love those gems <laughs> Dick Van Dyke. That's hilarious. I love you. I love you so much. I mean we should make out after this. Nah. Nah. All right. I want you to tell everybody the title of your book, your one woman show, and where they can find you on all the socials.
1: Yes, please. Uh, you can purchase my book. It's on pre-sale right now on my website, which is Jenny Saldana. There's no tilde in the in in my website because I'm. America hates foreign languages, so it's just Jenny Saldana, not Saldana, Jenny, S-A-L-D-A-N-A.com. You can purchase pre, my book is on pre-sale there. My play is called Desperate Digital Dating Diarrhea, TT Talk, and it is going to be in the New York Theater Festival for the spring, summer, fall at the Lattea Theater down in Suffolk in October, uh, October 25th, 26th and 29th, I think, but just... Look at that. Uh you can find me on social media at Little Brown Girl Show on Instagram, little brown girl show. And on TikTok, I'm extra extra. So it's the little brown girl show. On TikTok, <laughs> I'm extra extra. I really thought her handle was extra extra. I'm like, oh I want that. I'm extra extra. I wish. Ah, oh, should that be a really good handle. Right? Like, you know what my new drag name is? What is it? Jen Pop. I love you. Jen, you know, with two yeah. P's. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Alright, you guys, so don't forget, this has uh, been another episode of Old School New School Comedy Podcast. I've been Christy Miller, that's been Jenny Saldana. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Shit. Up. And I love you. And love ya. talk to you next week, bitch. Bye. Yeah, it's up it's